other side of midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morning, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm superstar Frank Morano. Quick update on a story that I mentioned yesterday but didn't get into detail on. Three New Jersey school districts leading the charge on parental rights will be temporarily blocked from enforcing new policies requiring staff to alert parents if their child changes their gender identity. A state judge has sided with New Jersey Attorney General Matthew Platkin who sued the districts after they made it mandatory for their schools to tell parents if their children wanted to change their gender identity, pronouns, or name, use different bathrooms, or change the gender of teams they play on. I am exactly where the Marlboro Board of Education president, Christina Russo, is on this. Here's what she said. To hide that from a parent, it's hiding a part of the identity of the person that you created and that you loved and you... I just don't feel intrinsically it's right. And I think another board member brings up a very strong point. The school district is not immediately calling the family to let them know. The first thing they're going to do is sit down with the child and with the school counselor and have a discussion and many discussions if needed to talk about how can we involve your family. Look, parents are in control of their child's lives until they're 18. To completely remove the parents from this equation is lunacy. What the attorney general in the state of New Jersey is trying to do is simply wrong. And I hope they don't get away with this. This is a crummy decision. And if you disagree what the Board of Education did, you should vote for people in those communities that are going to do something differently. But this is not only an assault on parental rights, it's an assault on democracy. Beam me up! To be continued. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. I am used to being attacked by my friend and colleague Curtis Sliwa. However, it is quite another thing to get insults hurled at me from a rather new member of the WABC team, Anthony Weiner. It seems our friend Anthony Weiner has taken a break from, well, you know, whatever he's been up to lately, to share his oh-so-insightful commentary about yours truly. Here's Curtis and Anthony Weiner on their show Saturday. What is your hedge on Frank Morano, the self-described Mr. Staten Island. Last week, he didn't attend the rally on Saturday because he said, I got to go to a baby shower with Rachel in New Jersey. So he is as committed to Staten Island as anyone I've ever met, but he is also, he's soft. I mean, truth be told, God, Frank, is that I don't think he would last five minutes in in a lockup. Yeah, but we're not asking him to get arrested. We're not asking the demonstrators to get arrested. We've got the people who I've already trained for civil disobedience just to show up, to show solidarity. Today, he's playing softball in Staten Island. You know, with his ping-pong pal, Joe Borelli, who doesn't show up for these demonstrations, he's too busy being on vacation, but attacking me. So what what is your prediction? The over-under point spread. Will will Mr. Staten Island show up? 
I think that the chances are low. I would put it at 25% that he shows up. Now, is that because Rachel, uh, his wife, will not let him show up? So here's what I think that Frank ultimately is conflict-averse, which is a strange, well, strange thing to say about someone who's on talk radio. But I think that, um, to, to a great degree, he seeks to avoid conflict. You, and so do I, to be honest, yes, yes. you run towards conflict. Oh, you rebel. like it You I like rebel. it more than anything I, else. When people are hugging and kissing, you don't know what's wrong with them. You assume that there's something going that's on. That's Gandhi-like. Right. right. It, who, knows, who knows? It might be that he's just holding out for some dramatic appearance. like he's. You know, no, no. I think what's going to happen is tomorrow he'll be in his basement with his ping-pong buddy, Joe Borelli, the councilman from South Beach, who's always on vacation in August, playing ping-pong and say, oh, uh, we got ca- we got caught up in a, a death, uh, you know, death to the end match. For, for, so by, by, the way, by the way, it's table tennis. Okay, it's not, that's not ping pong. What Frank plays is no, table no. tennis. Well, what Frank plays is old-fashioned <laughs> ping pong. Trust me. First of all, Congressman, I appreciate the concern you're showing for my potential stay in a hypothetical lockup. I mean, let's be real here. I have managed to navigate the treacherous waters of talk radio for years. I've faced down angry callers, internet trolls, and even a coffee machine that inexplicably decided to give me decaf on a Monday morning. So five minutes in a lockup, I'd probably spend the first two and a half minutes Charming the guards with my undeniable wit and dazzling charisma because you are, in fact, right. I am somewhat conflict-averse. By the way, it is, in fact, ping-pong. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Ladies and gentlemen, fellow New Yorkers, and anyone tuning in from beyond our bustling city borders, I've got a little proposal to throw into the mix that might just be the perfect embodiment of unity, history, and a good old New York twist. You might have seen the story this week about the portrait of U.S. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg becoming the first new face in the state capitol's Great Western Staircase since its completion in 1898. And I was reminded of an idea that our old friend Mike Porcelli actually brought up with the aggressive progressive Christopher Hahn when he had a show here, and they both actually agreed on this, and I think it's a great idea. Now, I know you're all aware of the ongoing debates about statues and monuments these days, but how about we take a different angle? One that celebrates not just individual accomplishments, but the power of friendship across ideological lines. Picture this. A majestic statue right at the border of Queens and Brooklyn. Two boroughs that have given this nation something extraordinary, and no, it's not a celebrity chef's pop-up restaurant. It's a tribute to two towering legal minds who hailed from these very streets, Supreme Court Justices Antonin Scalia and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Hear me out. Scalia and Ginsburg might have been ideological polar opposites, but that didn't stop them from forming one of the most unlikely and heartwarming friendships in the highest echelons of power. Imagine that. A conservative firebrand and a liberal icon duking it out in the courtroom, then sharing laughs and good times off the bench, including on a camel. So why a statue at the border of Queens and Brooklyn? Well, folks, those 
Those two boroughs encapsulate the essence of New York, diversity, grit, and the ability to find common ground even in the midst of differences. It's a reminder that we can get along with folks who see the world differently from us, just like Scalia and Ginsburg did. This statue wouldn't just be about commemorating their lives and their legal prowess. It's a statement about civility, friendship, and the power of intellectual discourse. We're talking about a sculpture that captures them in a lighthearted moment, maybe sharing a slice of pizza from their favorite pizzeria or engaged in an epic chess match. And let's not forget the humor these two brought to the bench. Their dissenting opinions often read like dueling declarations of war. But beneath those pointed words lay a deep respect for the other's intellect and a shared passion for justice. If that's not a lesson in how to disagree without being disagreeable, I don't know what is. The ability of New Yorkers to come together to learn from one another and to celebrate even the most unexpected friendships. A statue at the crossroads of Queens and Brooklyn paying homage to Scalia and Ginsburg would be a beacon of hope and a testament to the New York spirit that makes us unique. Beam me up! To be continued.